This is the BBC. This podcast is supported by advertising outside the UK. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Hi guys, welcome to another jam-packed, star-studded Raj and Pablo Bollywood podcast. Um, on this week's podcast, we talk Gutti Butti. You will hear from the man behind the movie, Nicola Advani. Salula Charya is live from Mumbai with all the latest juicy gossip. You also hear from the actor Rahan Sheikh about his first movie, Azad. And on the show, we explored Bigorexia, which is a documentary series which will be on the BBC Asian Network. We looked at body beautiful men and the pressures of maintaining them in Bollywood. And of course, we give you all the news in our Bollywood throwback. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Now, the big release this week is Gutti Butti starring Imran Khan and and of course, the gorgeous Gangana. Now, we caught up with the director, Nikhil Advani, and spoke about Gutti Butti and his last week release, Hero. Now, he's one of the most talented director-producers of his generation. He started off giving us a blockbuster tearjerker called Gal Ho Na Ho. Then from Slammy Ishk to Chandni Chalk, we had Patiala House, the critically acclaimed D-Day. A few weeks ago, the blockbuster Hero was released, and this weekend... Gutti Butti. Who are we talking about? We are talking about Mr. Nicola Advani, who joins us live from Mumbai. Nicola, welcome to the Rajan Pablo Show. How are you? Hi, guys. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, it's a pleasure. Um, thank you for joining us. Firstly, can we just say uh, two releases, uh, one after the other. Um, has that ever been done before? Actually, Mr. David Dhawan had two on the same day. So did Mr. Priya Darshan. He had two on the same day. So I'm... Uh, I'm 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 not actually uh, I'm I'm a little different. I've delivered twins. <laughs> <laughs> but Nick, Nickel, were you working on both films at the same time? No, I wasn't actually. I was. Uh, we had finished Hero, mm-hmm. and then I got into Kati Bati. But Hero's post production, because of the kind of action that was involved in it, uh, took a, took took a bit of time. Also, we decided the producers of Hero, uh, Salman Khan. Uh, and his company decided that we should we should shift the date so that it can come after Bajrangi Bhaijan, where you know you can launch the trailer of Hero along with Bajrangi Bhaijan and give a great platform to the to the kind of film it is and all. And are you surprised at the success of Hero? Well, um, uh, I, I, I I'm honestly no because actually uh, for me when I got into Hero it was only to to launch Suraj and Atiya and yeah. nothing else. I mean. Uh, the numbers that ha- that that the film has done, the appreciation that the ch- that, that both the, both the boy and girl have got, um, I expected because you have Salman Khan, you know, putting his feet mm. behind the entire film, uh, and the boy and girl, I knew what what they are, how talented they are. So um, not really in 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 that sense. Maybe so we had bad blockbuster music. So uh, all the in- ingredients seem to work, you know. Uh, and uh, let's talk about this week's big release, of course, um, Kati yeah. Bhatti. Uh, so, uh, in terms of um, the, the movie itself, I'm, Raj and I went to watch the movie. For and sure. um, we, we saw the beginning. I have to say, we did think about you when the beginning, uh, the opening sequence, when they were kind of like filming each other. Um, I ha- it's kind of, uh, in terms of how it's shot, very different from what we usually see. Yeah, because uh, it's a little edgy in that sense. It's, it's, it's more real. Um, it, it, it is. It has a, a very rom-comish kind of um, a promise. It, it promises to be a rom-com, but then it ends up being a, almost like a theater joker, very much in the space of a Kalona Ho. 
but um, it's 12 years later so i mean i think that i was a mature as a filmmaker i have also seen so much more films my references of filmmaking have changed mm. um where wherein i i i enjoy films like um, juno and uh, the films made by alexander payne and jason brightman uh-huh. you know uh, more slice of life more real more real characters but at the same time putting them into a very aspirational environment because that's that's the kind of um, how do i put it i think i think the young youth of urban youth of this, this country um, really is, is extremely aspirational in that you know, our our references do come from new york locks and hmm. and that you know the, the kind of uh, eclectic memorabilia that you see in the production design etc but so yeah so it's a little edgy in that sense the entire the way the film has been designed aesthetically and uh, was kangana and imran your first choice for the lead roles but imran was always my first choice for the lead lead role uh he uh, he he he, uh, he plays the role of maddy who is the, the quintessential loser who's not being able to understand why this girl has left him and gone away mm-hmm. so i think that the three flops that imran had before the kati bati helped helped make that choice for me because i think i was casting correctly you know that this guy is actually in right now everybody considers him to be this loser you know mm. and he's played it to perfection he's played it sincerely he's played he played it this perfectly in fact all the reviews although although there we've had mixed reviews and mixed responses in terms of kangana you know because i think that none of us anticipated that kangana is going to have tanu and manu in between uh, uh, queen and uh, uh, uh kati bati you know mm. and tanuj manu has goes on to do 156 crores becomes an iconic yeah. you know, uh, uh, actor who who stands for women empowerment and so when you see her doing this very simple role you feel somewhat um, um you know you feel somewhat cheated and uh, until the last 25 30 minutes where you suddenly see her the reason why she did this film you know I'm, so I, so you i i guess very to the to the fans of kangana what i would like to say is to be patient because you will see why what the reason why she did this film um and i have to ask uh, nicole because so much has been said about gangana in the press um yeah. it w- was she easy to work with well she is she 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 never she, i i i loved working with her i'm 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 uh, hopefully doing another film with her where uh, she plays she, she plays a pivotal and central character in the in the film uh, we we share a very 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 uh, close relationship but uh, 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 is she a star? Yes, she's a complete mm. star. You know, is she a diva? Yes, she's a, she's a, she's a diva. But I think that uh, that's what what sets people like uh, Sonam and Deepika and Priyanka apart from the rest, right? I mean, that's what gives them their that that uh, how do I put it that that X factor, you know? Nickel, are you disappointed because the critics have been pretty harsh about the movie? Yeah no I'm not I mean I I don't think that the critics uh, have actually seen the film you know I think that they 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 have 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 uh, reviewed a concept you know mm. they they decided what the film needed to be but and but they, but I think that the film has a lot of merits you know a lot of merits and uh, one of them being Imran's very sincere performance mm. wonderful music and the last 30 minutes where where Kangana just takes the film away you know We don't, we don't want to give the ending away. Don't give, don't give, don't give the ending away. For anyone who hasn't seen it. Yeah. Uh, you're busy working with Akshay Kumar on Airlift next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How is yeah. that going? Well, I'm only producing the film. It's being directed by a very talented director called Raja Krishnan. Who hmm. directed two, two very small films for this. But he came came to me with a wonderful story. And uh, we had a conversation 
and I told him that uh, uh, tell me, tell me, the, uh, uh, give me an idea, tell me a story that you think that nobody would allow you to make, and he told me the story. And I said that it's fantastic. How come it has never been done? So it's a true story. It's based on true events. And the films will, will get into its last uh, shooting schedules um, from the end of October. And from then, uh, we plan to, uh, the release is 22nd of January. Well, uh, Nicole, best of luck uh, with Katibati. And we hope uh, next time you're in the UK, you'll come into our studios or we'll at least get some time um, to spend with you here in London. You know, boys, uh, that will always happen. I'm looking forward to our, our session at Cafe Rouge. <laughs> Indeed, and there are other restaurants as well. That is the wonderfully talented Nikhil Advani. We also caught up with television Pakistani actor Rahan Sheikh about his new movie, Azad. Now, Rehan Sheikh, Pakistani TV actor, came into the BBC Asian Network uh, to talk about his first film. Um, and firstly, uh, we wanted to know about his personal career journey. Well, you know, it's, it's funny. I've, I've lived in these two worlds ever since, uh, I guess, I was a little child. My parents moved back and then I came here back to study uh, when I was a teenager uh, and uh, ended up being an actor here. And on my holidays, I used to go and visit my parents in Pakistan. And because I could speak the languages, Urdu and Punjabi, I, I could, was uh, I got onto television there. So it was, uh, you know, I spent sort of time in the 90s, kind of back and forth, working in London in theater and radio and working in... Um, uh, sort of television in Pakistan and uh, sort of I juggled it both and I sort of never made any concrete decision that I'm going to live here or there. I just kind of went with the work, you know. And uh, at times when I would get bored of being there, I'd come here and when I would get bored of being here, I'd go back, you know. So um, really, I mean, that's how I've kind of lived my life and uh, the last few years I've been in Pakistan and I, I mean, I, I did sort of make a name over there in, in television uh, as an actor, you know, uh, got a lot of work offered to me um, and uh, ended up working with some very good directors and very talented people over there. Uh, and uh, here it was more theater, you know. I worked a lot with a company called The Masha here, uh, uh, which you know, is an award-winning, is an award-winning theater company. I did a number of shows with them touring around Britain and Kept doing that, really, and I've, I've uh, sort of never planned my life that much. That's Rahan Sheikh about his personal career journey, but we also wanted to know about the differences between British and Pakistani audiences. I think uh, in Britain, because there is such a uh, long tradition of going to theatre, you know, uh, it's uh, people kind of come and watch it very seriously. And uh, in Pakistan, you know, going to theatre... Uh, is kind of a sort of a newer phenomena. Um, you know, I think the British audiences are very respectful. They're very quiet and, you know, and that's lovely, you know. Uh, a bit more lively audiences in Pakistan, I would say, you know. Uh, they still love it, you know. Uh, the theatre over there, there is a kind of a, a really exciting theatre scene there now as well, you know. Uh, which has happened in the last probably five to ten years, really. But generally, yeah, I think British audiences are great in that way that they're very kind of very attentive, very quiet, very silent. Not many mobile phones going off <laughs> in the audience. Uh, Rahan also told us about his latest film, Azad. 
Oh my God, yes. The last uh, few years I've been living in Islamabad and uh, this is where Azad was born, really. Um, it is about the world of radio and uh, a presenter, really, who calls himself Azad on a morning show. And uh, Azad means the free one. And uh, there is a bit of sort of light satire on media, um, uh, you know, and as the movie progresses, it's a sort of offbeat comedy drama. You know, um, uh, he works on a private channel uh, radio station and he has a habit of uh, not playing commercials on time and, <laughs> you know, getting a sort of uh, too involved with the show and sort of going with the flow and uh, much to kind of... Uh, chagrin of his uh, sort of uh, bosses it's his story and it's it's basically about the idea of freedom and then he realizes that actually he is not free and it's sort of looking at um, more sort of our personal lives rather than any kind of uh, ideas of freedom on a national or a bigger uh, way but it's sort of more about personal freedom you know uh, how one is kind of always uh, preoccupied with the one's own baggage, you know, so as to say. You know. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. Rehan Sheikh, they're talking about Azad. Now, Salil is our man that we want all the gossip from, and Salil joined us live from Mumbai. Now, let's go over to Salil Acharya to find out exactly what's been going on in the world of Bollywood. Uh, Salil, how are you doing? I'm brilliant. Thank you, guys. You guys have been busy with Asha Chi. I love it. We are indeed. We are indeed. And she was singing away with us and cooking. Uh, but, uh, of course, we'll tell you more about uh, more about that a bit later on. But I really want to know this because I've seen so many mm -hmm. pictures of Amir Khan's new look with the white hair. It's made me kind of stay off the dye myself thinking that, oh, I could do a bit of a silver fox thing. Uh, why is Amir Khan doing this? Okay, so this is me revealing the plot of the film, and this is the first anybody's ever heard of. So this is happening on your show. Yay! He's actually, yep, he's actually plays the wrestler in Dangal everybody knows of. But what they don't know is that he ages in the film. So it's actually from his life, from when he's 40 till about 90. So right now what he's shooting is the old portions of his film, which is why he's put on so much of weight, which is why his hair is white. And eventually he's going to lose about 25 kgs to shoot the younger portions of the film later. Wow. So perfectionist that he is, he's going to actually drop his weight, put his weight back on, age a little bit. So it's going to be, uh, you know, the timelines in the film are going to be fantastic. They're going to go back and forth in time. And for the last one year, everyone, including the two daughters that have been selected for uh, the film, have actually been taking kushti and wrestling lessons. So this one's going to be is quite epic to watch. Yeah. You know, what is it about Amir Khan where he can change his body? He's so dedicated. You know, every other Bollywood actor, and I got a lot of flack on this on Twitter when I wrote it, uh, for them, gel and spectacles and maybe a beard. That's a change of look. But Amir Khan's actually the only one who, uh, you know, allows himself not just to have the six-pack. You know, he's chubby. He was young in Dil Chata Hai with that little goatee of his. Mm, mm. And there was Gajani. Then there's this look of his. And even in uh, in uh, Lagan, that was a very different look of his. So I love this about him. And he's actually perhaps the only Indian actor who allows himself to deteriorate physically. 
for a role and not just always look good for the role. Well, um, you have to hand it to him. Um, he hasn't let us down yet. Um, let's talk about a new kid on the block, um, uh, Atia Shetty. Now, apparently she's already signed her next movie. Yes, and like they say, if it's not Salman Khan, it's Karan Johar. No. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, look, look, that's like a haven for the youngsters, man. So if newcomers have a haven with uh, Mahesh Bhatt, the newcomer star kids have a haven with Salman Khan and Karan Johar. And apparently she signed a film with Karan Johar. And I think it's really cool because he'll know exactly what to say. And Karan and Salman are very good friends. And Atiya Shetty, I said it before as well also that she really looked the part, a hero. The film wasn't so great, but she did uh, get a few eyeballs. And she dances well and she's uh, attractive and she's got the fashion style. So I think Karan Johar will be able to mold her in the right way. Remember, people don't know this, but Karan was the one who made Alia sign Highway when she was not actually thinking about it. Mm. So Karan Johar actually... Maybe all uh, lovely razzmatazz in colour, but he does have an idea of what works for the cinema and what uh, young actors would also work. So Atiyah's in the right hand. Um, it's, it's a shame he didn't do Bombay Velvet then. <laughs> <laughs> he was acting in that. He yeah, that's true, that's true, that's true. Now, uh, we all know Akshay Kumar is a very, very nice guy, but he's actually now exceeded himself. Tell us what he's doing. He's apparently got a heart of gold. Yes, he has, you know... Uh, I don't know if people know this, but let me tell it to people across the world that in Maharashtra, in Mumbai, the farmers are going through a very, very bad time. Mm. And you know, everyone talks about uh, generously giving away to people. Akshay Kumar donated almost 200,000 US dollars to the farmers wow. from his own earnings. And nobody does that. You know, And he wasn't even talking about it. It's just Twinkle who actually spoke about it. And he was very embarrassed that people got to know about it. And, you know, everyone talks about how Salman Khan does it and, you know, even Shah Rukh on the slide does the generous, uh, you know, uh, handouts. He mm. doesn't like to talk too much about it. But Akshay Kumar has actually given a large amount of money. No single Bollywood actor has ever given almost one crore in one shot like that. And he deserves wow. his place in the sun for it. Everyone talks about how much money he likes to make, but he likes to give it to. So, you know, I'm really happy with it. We have to say, you know, from our perspective, he's one of the nicest and down-to-earth Bollywood stars we've met. We love Akshay Kumar. Now, you were talking about Kangana last week and how she was like, very outspoken, including about Deepika. But Deepika's having the last laugh. Um, she's just upped her price for commercials. Absolutely. You know, so the thing is, she's been riding the wave, as everyone's known for the last three or four years. And a number of her commercials are now reaching an extension date. Mm-hmm. Now, she's actually up to a price of almost 900,000 US dollars uh, or close to a million now is what she's charging for endorsement. And uh, she's top of the tops. You know, it's always a toss-up now between her and someone else. Wow. Sometimes it's Karina, sometimes it's Kangana. But Deepika Padukone is the most preferred brand face. And almost a million dollars is just commercial. Now, remember, this is just three or five days in a year. So that's almost 100 grand a day. So 65 lakh rupees in a day, that's not a bad day, is it? That's, that's not a bad day at all, <laughs> no. Um, and um, John Abraham, now, um, we all know that, uh, you know, he's kind of been um, uh, putting on social networks, um, workout videos, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but he's got a new workout partner now. Yep. And uh, you wouldn't have believed it. If those who saw Mardani will remember Rani Mukherjee and will remember Tahir Raj Bhaseen. Oh, yeah. yeah. He was the villain in that. Yes. And, you know, one doesn't realize, but he had a very fit physique. Now that they're shooting for Force 2 in Budapest with Sanakshi, uh, Tahir Raj Bhaseen and John Abraham have actually become very strong workout partners uh, because Tahir is a very fit guy and John loves uh, fit people and Sanakshi is not being part of that fitness group right now. But <laughs> Tahir and John, 
they're doing a really good job. So I imagine maybe in a bit we might also have Sonakshi entering the new workout zone. <laughs> good for her, good for her. You know, on the BBC Asia Network next week, uh, on Monday actually, there's a documentary called Bigorexia and it's all about what pressures that men have to go through to look good. What single pressure do you think you have as a Bollywood person to look good? Me? Yeah. Nothing at all. <laughs> I just roll out of bed. And uh, sometimes people recognize me with the beard and sometimes they don't. So I just <laughs> don't really care. But the thing is, it's not about just the pressure to look good. It's a pressure from within to want to just be uh, in fit shape and healthy and, you know, eating the right thing. So I think that's with everyone. It's not just a Bollywood person. I think everyone enjoys that. Well, I, I was going to say to Lou, and I, I've spent a bit of time with you in Mumbai, mm-hmm. and we have been out a couple of times, and you're very careful with your food. Um, the, the big release, of course, is Kati Bhatti. Um, you've been to see the movie. We've been to see it. Um, how did you feel when you left the cinema? <laughs> yeah, sorry. That was, that was me and a yawn. It was a bore fest. You know, the point is, it's like imagine having butter chicken and not having butter and not having any tang and just having the chicken. That's what this film was. Imagine watching Arnold Schwarzenegger in Terminator, going to see Terminator, not seeing Arnold Schwarzenegger there. That's what happened with this film. Oh, you, I'm, I take Kangana. it you're making reference to Kangana. Yeah. It was a guest appearance. Now, those who haven't seen it, we won't reveal it. But let's just put it this way. Uh, Imran is a lovely guy, very sweet guy. But uh, as has been proved in the last 75 years, he hasn't been able to carry on a film as an actor. So, sadly, this was a badly written script. And it's a bore fest in Bombay, in Kathmandu, in Australia, in London, I presume. Everyone is deeply disappointed. And, and I'm actually not that shocked because I saw Hero last week which was made by Nikhil Advani. Mm. If you go back to Chandni Talk to China, you go back to the second half of D-Day. I think Nikhil Advani does half the job well and the second half, it's never, never perfect. And this one, sadly, except the last 10 minutes, is really a miss as far as film is concerned. Salil there, giving us all the goss from Mumbai. And of course, it is Salil, the muscles from Mumbai. When we say muscles, we're talking body image and how conscious... Bollywood stars are. Raj and Pablo on BBC Asian Network. There's never been more pressure on men to have the perfect body. Uh, it's driving a dangerous body image disorder among thousands of men obsessed with getting bigger. Um, and I don't, well, you know what? I, I have to kind of say that I have. You've uh, had that pressure, isn't it? Well, um, I do work out every morning. Yeah. Uh, but it's not to get muscly, it no. is because. It's more of a mental thing. I run every morning and I do do my weights, but um, I don't know about getting bigger. What do you mean? Because my clothes wouldn't fit me. I do Not worry about fat. that. Not fat. They mean muscles. No, here. even muscles. Even yeah. muscles. Um, no, but if you think of Salman Khan, right? Think of Salman Khan, right? Think of him now and think of him when he first started. Because he was thin as a rick. Uh, well, as a rick. but you know what? They are men who think they're small, no matter how huge they get. Experts say it can lead to a dangerous steroid abuse, depression, and even death in some serious cases. Presented by um, Arthur Ahmed um, at 5pm Asian Network um, and Newsbeat YouTube channel. Um, they're going to be telling you um, exactly what other men are going through. Uh, but have a listen to this and have a listen um, to what somebody called Yasser had to say about the pressures that men face. Onlookers freak is a cartoon character, if I could. Like He-Man, or, you know, growing up, I saw them cartoons, I thought, wow. You see the magazines and you think... They look more or less near to that, so why not? Um, so, um, that 
uh, is what you'll be able to hear um, on um, a documentary, Asian Network, at five o'clock. Um, make sure you do listen to it. Yeah, about and the, the documentary is called Bigorexia. Now, um, you know how this was coming out, so it was really interesting. What do you think of Bollywood stars and Bollywood male stars and what pressure they have to got? to look good. Who do you uh, think's most muscular? Uh, Rithik Roshan. Rithik Roshan or... I think, he puts, I think he puts himself under loads of pressure. Um, but you know one person that's really, really fit, and we talked about this last week as well, Anil Kapoor? Uh, he looks good. He looks good, but he's still fit. He's really fit. But he's not your Rithik who kind of, like, take his shirt off, though, really. Yeah. You and what happened? Him. You know, um, Shah Rukh Khan got a lot of stick. When he did all his muscles. Uh, so, oh, yeah, well, Om, Shanti, Om Shanti Om, and he had all that rippled look, and for Rawan as well. And you know, like, there's a lot of Bollywood stars in the UK at the moment, and we hooked up with some of them. And one person that I really like, right, and me being you both like, and he fluctuates, it's Abhishek Bachchan. Uh, but he's looking really, really good at the moment, but he's not muscular, he's lithe. Uh, he's what? Lithe. Lithe. I get lithe. that. Oh, That's I see. A, it's an English word meaning like slim and slender. Oh, which I is see. Very good. The other person um, who doesn't really care about getting muscular is um, Ranbir Kapoor. Um, but he's always kind of been. But thin. he's very toned. But he's not into his muscles or getting big or anything. Um, right, so um, it seems like some of you agree with um, what we've been saying. Well, uh, a lot of people do feel pressure from what they see on screen and to how they feel about themselves. Uh, let's recap to when we asked a few listeners. As soon as a movie comes out and has my favourite actor, I want to go get the same clothes, do the same hairstyle, but then at the end of the day, it's not really all about that, I guess, so we need to have a different perspective of how actors should look. Why do you go to a cinema hall? You like to see all these actors and actresses and you aspire to be as good looking as them? I suppose they have a load of stylists around them and everything, and I think in everyday life they probably don't look like they do on screen, so I think, no, I think everyone should be happy in their own skin. I think Bollywood stars physically are actually very appealing, especially um, the men, but obviously the kind of training that they go go through and the time that they spend preparing is unrealistic for people in the general public because we, we have other things to do, you know, our jobs are nine to five and that sort of thing. So I probably wouldn't aspire to look like Bollywood actors, no. You just don't feel good about yourself if you don't see people looking like you in the media. So it'd be great to have not as attractive people because it's not realistic either. They go through hours of makeup and that's not an everyday person. I think Bollywood, compared to Hollywood, um, reflects diversity quite badly. I think it's always kind of the same sort of characters um, and the same sort of stories. I mean, someone from a position of a higher power and someone like of a lower power come together. Um, and in the ending is always a happy one. So diversity is actually quite low in Bollywood films, I'd say. Well, if somebody's not very attractive, uh, we have seen in the past Nasiruddin Shah, but he's a fantastic actor, so why not? I, I think acting uh, and looks are two different things. And I think people go for the in movie uh, theatre halls to see the acting. And I guess uh, even looks count, but I guess uh, I, I don't mind seeing an actor or actress uh, who, who doesn't look all that uh, handsome or beautiful. I would like to watch a love story of people over the age 45 because most love stories are of young people in their early 20s. So again, it would be nice to see that as well. I want someone young love stories. I like young love stories, not the old ones. <laughs> it will be interesting to see people who are 45 and above and if they have some chemistry, uh, it'll be brilliant. Why not? I think it would be good to have an overweight male or female because that's good for representation. We don't often see in the media, so it'd be good for people to be represented in that way. I wouldn't mind seeing an overweight leading man or a leading lady because obviously nowadays people aren't like sticking sex, they're not a size zero. 
So I think, you know, in reality, we need to have normal people on, on the TV. I would be happy to have an overweight man or woman in a Bollywood film. I think that would be really good, actually. I think um, they'll add the comedy section to it. But yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. It's happening a lot within English cinema now as well. I mean, the all like all over 50s films, like feel-good films are starting to come through. Why can't that happen in Bollywood? Because yeah. Bollywood is glamorous. Why do we need that? You know, it's meant to be escapist. That's what I think, and I'm sticking to that. And this is what Sam says. Hey, Rajan Pablo, I think most of the actors are OTT. Chicken legs and steroid bodies. Only ones who look good are Akshay Kumar and Ajay Devgan. Ajay Devgan's really worked out as well, because he used to be like a stick insect as well. Sanjay Dutt, Hrithik Roshan and Salman look awful. This is Sam's opinion. Uh, and if women have pressure, so should men. That was us exploring pressures Bollywood male stars have to maintain Body Beautiful. Now let's get all the news from last week in our Bollywood throwback. Raj and Pablo. Bollywood throwback. Now, Bollywood legend, the wonderful Asha Bosley, opened her new restaurant, Asha's, in Manchester on Thursday. This is the 10th Asha's to open worldwide, and the multi-award winning singer is the inspiration behind the restaurant group, with many of the dishes originating from her very own recipes. We were there, and we'll give you more on this story later on in the show. Now, actress Katrina Kaif is determined to maintain her figure despite having a busy schedule. Uh, while filming in Glasgow, she found time to take a nighttime spin class with her trainer. Katrina is currently filming for Nitya Mera's uh, Bar Bar Deco alongside Siddharth Malhotra. The on-screen couple will uh, be seen growing old in the film as well. And both actors will, of, of course, be using prosthetics to make them look a bit older. After Drishim, Ajit Devkan is busy with two projects. Shivi and Sons of Sardar. Ajay is directing and producing Shivi, and if latest reports are to be believed, he might also direct Sons of Sardar, a film which is based on the Battle of Sargari. Apparently, Ajay wants to shoot Sons of Sardar on an international scale in terms of budget and technology. He may also be starring in the film as the leader of the Sikh regiment, Havildar Ishar Singh. Sons of Sardar is likely to be released on Diwali 2017. John Abraham is all set to redefine the action genre in Bollywood with his next flick, Rocky Handsome. The Dostana hunk will be seen performing the martial art forms um, Ekedu, Hapidu, um, Krav Morgan uh, in the never-seen-before action sequences, uh, which he calls his item numbers. John revealed that in addition to all the action, Rocky Handsome features a child in it, like Badrangi Bhaijan. Let's wait and see if the film pulls in um, on our heartstrings in the same way that Salman's blockbuster did is due to release in February next year. Now we just played you Dave Sharif Ganesha from Agnipat and the festive spirit of Ganesh Chaturthi uh, has swept through Bollywood last week as many Bollywood celebs cele celebrated this festival. The Kapoor's who are famous for their grand celebrations when it comes to this festival did a massive, massive event as did Salman Khan and Lata Mangeshkar. Salman Khan's sister Aprita shared lots of beautiful photos from the celebrations on social media. Now, Ganesh Chaturthi is a Hindu festival which marks the birth of Lord Ganesha, the elephant god which was celebrated across India on Thursday. That was our Bollywood throwback on the Rajan Pablo Show. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Now, you can listen in full bbc.co.uk slash Asian Network or listen live next Saturday from 10am to 1pm.
Until then, be bolitastic, be fantastic, and join us live on the show next week. Catch up with loads more from BBC Asian Network online or on the BBC iPlayer radio app.